cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Did you have to wear that scarf for the whole time? Oh, uh, well, away from Tigerland. Welcome back. Ha <laughs> <laughs> no. This okay. is going to be fun. Welcome back to another week of Beers, Beats and Battlestar Galactica where we, Melia and Lisa, take you through episode by episode of the sci-fi original series Battlestar Galactica. And this week we have a little bit of friendly team rivalry, don't we, Lisa? Yes. It's grand final long weekend in Melbourne, in Australia. So just for all of you listeners out there who are not from Australia, in Melbourne specifically, which is like the sports capital of the country, we have two public holidays dedicated to sports days. And today is even more ridiculous because <laughs> it's not even the day it's the not game even is the grand played, final day but we get a parade but we get a, a parade yes so <laughs> um so it's pretty ridiculous the other one is melbourne cup day which all of a sudden everybody suddenly cares about horse racing and dressing up in heels they can't walk in and getting drunk and yeah so Taking i think you're shoes. going uh, <laughs> no, like never really go to, not a melbourne cup fan not a grand final fan either except that my team <laughs> which I don't follow at all, <laughs> but my team, the Adelaide Crows, Ooh. are in the grand final against Tom, producer Tom's team, um, the Richmond Tigers. So we're in a bit of rivalry today. Yes. Um, Scarves are being worn. Yes, And they beer are. is being drunk. And we have chosen White Rabbit's Dark Ale this week because um, I believe that the word dark was somewhere in the title. We're very creative. We're very creative. We're also, all creative. I don't think my so local bottle is as good as yours because no. you can get a bit creative. I I was like, oh, the we heaps, and that was like the only one I had that had dark in the title. But you're fine. lucky I didn't buy them. I would have bought a stout. So Ooh, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> then Tom and I would have been drinking alone, and you would have been driving today. I would have had a small cup. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think we have some Lisa, uh, Lisa listener feedback even. But I'm reading it, aren't I? Let me. Yeah, because all of the birthday love. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. It was actually really nice because. Um, I think that most of the messages were kind of sent before it was like my birthday here um, because of the time difference. So I woke up and had all of these lovely messages. So thank you, everyone. Um, It was super lovely. Um, And also I wanted to um, pull out some feedback from Anna um, who gave us, um, clarified for us about who that sick guy was. Last step, you might have remembered we were kind of like, then this other random guy, Anton, and whilst I think we are all in agreement that Tarn was um, a plot device with, like, you know... Not Tarn. Not Tarn, your BFF. <laughs> um, the sick guy on COBOL is actually old mate Sachinus, who was um, in season one, was the guy that took the fall for Chief when he was having the affair. Um, so, Anna, thanks for clarifying that for us, um, just in time, too, because we see a lot more of Sachinus this ep. Indeed we do. I um I also really loved, I think it was other Lisa's uh, message saying Lisa beer three shit's fucked. And I was like, that pretty much sums it up. I'm yeah. pretty bad on beer three. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to try and, and not do beer three in episodes as I'm learning that, um, cheers. She says as she cheers a beer. Yeah, that's true. But we, cool. we do what we can. Public it's holiday, grand final y'all. weekend. It's exactly. definitely being Australian one, to exa- be drinking I, beer. Exactly. Mm. One thing you didn't actually mention about the public holiday business mm. is that having the public holiday on a day when there isn't even the grand final, the grand final is kind of like an excuse for people to drink a lot. So having the Friday holiday before is like, oh, and another day of drinking beer. And yep. Thursday night as well because <laughs> it's grand public final holiday. eve and you don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So basically everybody's drunk. I also live in Richmond, so that's yes. just... um hectic um on the night that they got into the final my because i live in an apartment complex and like there were all these people singing and yelling at each other across the balcony oh, that might have been us in my apartment <laughs> we complex. were definitely not in yours but we were in richmond at our friends and like you know i'm not actually a richmond supporter but yeah. we were all like yeah tigers like yeah the streets were full of intense these ugly tigers colors <laughs> of red and black <laughs> Yellow and black. Oh, sorry, yellow and black. <laughs> I just blanked out Actually for a minute. Actually, lied from the uh, team song. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand, but um, <laughs> I mean, I just think I just think red and yellow and blue are such better colours. 
Um, but it's actually really funny just being, because like I think all of Melbourne's probably rooting for Richmond, which is very different from Adelaide, because in Adelaide you would choose a side. <laughs> you are Port or you are Adelaide, and if mm. you are Port, you are barracking for Richmond. Like you do not want the other team to win a grand final. Whereas mm. in Melbourne, I think everyone's like, because there's so many Melbourne teams, they're like, yeah. oh yay, Melbourne team, not Adelaide. Yeah. Um. So Out of towners. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I did see some Crows supporters in Richmond today with their full gear on, and I was like, you guys Jeez, are brave. They're brave. Tom booed some um, GWS supporters from the pub to the street last week. <laughs> Let jerk. out of the window and booed them I for was taking just a selfie. about to say that, like, <laughs> Australians are actually pretty good when it comes to sport, when you make, like, compare no. it to other countries. No, but I mean, in terms of... Our nas- not really one of our violence. national figures who's famous for being on a cooking show was, like, you know, charged with assault from a soccer game. Yeah, but soccer's <laughs> a violent sport. We all know that. But AFL is, like... Yeah, but people mm. don't get violent. I think something that someone remarked on... Is this podcast about... Battlestar or sports? <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Me? You started the fire. You did. You started it. He's just he's just trying to save it because he knows that you guys are going to lose tomorrow. So, Ooh, all right. He's like, stop telling me I have fan a riot in my house. So, we're going to move along with our expertise, arguably, which arguably. is talking about Battlestar Galactica. And I, I don't know what you thought about this episode, but I really liked this episode. I feel like yeah. I know what. <laughs> yeah, I, my notes are all really sarcastic, um, which I just don't know why. I don't know if it's just the mood that I was in when I was taking them or what, but there's mm. like, it's all really sarcastic. Like my first line is like, there is just zero chemistry between Dee and Billy. Give it up. <laughs> like first yes, line. I want to talk about this beat by beat. But we yes. will, but like, I'm I just trying to give an example. Notes. It's just all sarcastic. So just vibes. get ready. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a sarcastic episode. Ooh. Sassy Lisa. Sassy Ooh. Lisa podcast. Third beer Lisa is on first beer. I'm on first beer. <laughs> so just watch out. Much quicker on the first beer. Should we get into the beat by beat? Let's do it. Um, guys, we haven't split it by location and we probably won't until there's more than like three scenes that aren't on Battlestar. So I think that it's just the way that it is now because there's three locations. It would yeah. just not make sense. No, for the continuity. So. No, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yes, as you mentioned, we pick up with a scene between Billy and Dee that I've written. Nobody asked for or needed. No, they didn't. No. And yeah. I love that Billy's like, I just want to make whatever this is a priority. Like, obviously, didn't say it in that way, but it was like every every like guy who's kind of like punching way above his weight yeah and she's just like oh honey yeah and i love that she was like oh no but you were too busy overlooking a mutiny yeah against like my boss yeah which i guess i don't know i don't know if her boss is blameless in this mutiny but i guess that now he got shot he's like wins automatically by default exactly yeah exactly (laughs) well done adama (laughs) (laughs) also i just like d a lot more than billy so i'm like yeah absolutely yeah you suck also she's just so stunningly attractive and Uh billy is just like so basic white guy he is Is which kind of vanilla is he a loaf of white bread oh he's not even vanilla because i like the flavor vanilla he's like tip-top white bread you don't like tip-top white bread no it's the worst yeah fair enough sorry mm. if you like tip no i don't hair. i just i just yeah you're right he's bland there's nothing to him you would never pick him from and you like just get shelf. bad if you keep eating that yeah. so yeah sorry if the actor who plays billy ever listens to this podcast we're sure you're a lovely person totally lovely um, nothing personal just just you, your character sucks man. we i got preemptive and this is not a spoiler but had written my title for this recap as <laughs> bye bye Billy bye bye and then I just had to backspace it at the end of the episode because he didn't die but this is the thing like oh I also want to Billy to die ahead. but there was like when he gets given the gun it was so heavy-handed that I was like surely this is setting him up to like not be able to shoot the gun and get shot yeah 100% so I, I when he stood there in front of the Cylon I was like yes like I was yelling at the television like Billy's get gonna him. die it's so great and then no not at all not at all they shoot a Dharma they you don't shoot Billy was? fuck you guys rigged yeah Rigged. That's totally rigged. <laughs> um, yeah, so they kind of hash it out. Then she has to go. I just felt like that was shoehorned in so that there could be like drama at the beginning mm-hmm. that was resolved at the end. Yeah. Um, but you know, then we have um, some time with old mate Ty. He continues to watch Adama struggle on. Um, he spends a lot of time in there. He loves him. Yeah, He's, I can see their that. Love is pure. Mm. Um, and then the lights cut out, which is like. Yeah, you know the C. The this CIC is all done pretty well. Yeah. I thought this was done really well. Mm. Um, the pilots from the last episode, like I loved how we, because this kind of tells us this is immediately after to, the to be continued from last week. Yeah, they're like celebrating and bragging, and then all the lights go out there. Um, and Gator and I like this. I like that the logic of this, the show mm. logic. Like Gator's like, oh, I think it's the Cylon virus that we thought we had missed. Mm. Because remember last week we were like, that is so convenient. Like yeah. they just 
got in in the nick of time. Yeah. And so I liked that they were like, oh, wait, maybe not. Yeah. Um, yeah, we find out, like, the power's lost all over the ship. Cylons have been reported in the flight pod. Um, and then the Cylons kind of come to heads with some random people, well, mm-hmm. the pilots, mm. um, but, you know, none of our named characters Of course not. Because we don't kill them, apparently. No, no. Um, but it was a very horror movie-esque scene, I thought. Like, they have, like, um, they're kind of in this dark hallway and they're all laughing and, like, what's the first rule of a horror movie? Like, if everyone's happy and laughing, something bad's about yep. to go down, someone is going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, so then some guys, like, bloodily kind of, like, shot at. Um, mm. Everyone's got blood, like, that guy got spread around. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like the toasters or centurions, like, you know, attack them. Um, and then the other guys who are like Apollo, hot dog, cat, um, and some other unnamed characters, um, mm. run off. Um, I mean, I was thinking this is probably the first time they've seen the toasters in real life. Exactly. Hey, Cause they've yeah. fought like the planes and mm-hmm. seen the real life people mm-hmm. looking ones. Mm-hmm. Well, but the younger characters. Yeah, like, absolutely. We know, like, Adama and, like, Ty like, and stuff support yeah. in the first Cylon War. Mm. So, like, they have... Because that's what they thought all Ty- Cylons looked like, yeah. like the Centurions. But, um, yeah, like, the younger characters, for mm. sure, would not have, have seen them or faced them in, like, the field before. The other interesting thing, I think, is that they bleed. Yeah. The toasters bleed. Because you would think that they would have been... Wait, do they bleed? Yeah. They're all, like, the whole time, like, the when they shot the arm, there was blood coming out of it. And I was like, oh, that's I weird. That. You would have yeah. totally thought that they were machines. So, obviously, they've been recreated as toasters, but with biological parts, yeah, which just it seems bizarre. Synthetic. I find mm. that weird. And also, I find that, like, a bit of a plot hole, considering yeah. we saw heaps of them get shot in, like, season one. Yeah. And, like, I don't recall being, like, blood. Mm. Maybe but some of our listeners can um, sort, sort yeah, this out for us. If, yeah, if someone responses. feels like looking at that closer, hit us up. Um, yeah, and then there's, like, you know, a bit of a, a fleeing, uh, like, chase scene. Apollo's about to get shot. Oh, I wrote about to be toast. Oh, hey, I see what you hey. did there. And then the silence gets shot by some relief combat squad. Oh, yeah, just in the nick of time just with the their last time. explosion, whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. It's the last one. Yeah, I love the like show logic of like, well, we just shot these guns around everywhere, but now we don't have any left and you can only get them from this particular place mm-hmm. and it's over the other side of the ship and you'll have to, it'll be really hard. Mm. I love that. It's just like classic. Mm. But I didn't mind because it was kind of, it's set up. I, I think that scene or the scenes when the Cylons are first kind of, you know, um, pursuing the um team the pilots i thought that was like really well done mm. and even though you know i have like not much time for apollo at the moment um he's very traumatic in this episode very traumatic mm. um with a very with the hushed voice as well yeah yeah, yeah. totally i would have way preferred for him just to go like full-on john mcclain and just been like let's make this shit die hard yeah you know but he was he is the tom cruise of our show yeah so you know in so many ways yeah so he he can't be yeah can't be john mcclain um then we go into credits don't we yeah now something yep, that i yep. noticed which i did i kind of noticed last week but then it was reconfirmed this week that it doesn't seem like we're doing our the doom, flash doom, forward doom, no we don't doom. we don't That's yeah really fun. i was gonna note that too yeah i know it's because it's like you don't get that taste of what's to come although i can't remember if it starts up again or it was only a season one thing so we will wait and see mm. but yeah i know it's much more serious Mm, yeah it is very serious mm. they're like we've established that we're a serious show <laughs> yeah so. yeah that was like yeah. after they won like the peabody or whatever and they were like okay we've got to we've yeah got to be very, no more know. flash forwards no. it's too much <laughs> um so yeah we have the credits then we have some time with our friend unofficial friend of the podcast gator love him yeah who's you know he's trying to work out like he's trying to crisis manage the situation mm-hmm. so he like advises the fleet that galactica has been boarded but then the, the cylons um intermit it and kind of cut the communications yeah the cylons are, like really under all times yeah. by the way and there's not even that many of them no. he's a very underappreciated character like i feel like he's just the guy who just like can't get promoted for whatever reason but just does yeah. all the hard work yeah mm-hmm. he's like every woman mm-hmm. mm. yeah <laughs> Just yeah. saying what's true facts. He's probably getting paid 70 cents in the dollar for exactly. everyone else. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I love Gator. Although, he, yeah. He's clever. To Ty's credit, he does come in and go, this and will he be saw their it. tactics. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I, yeah. Where was that? Oh, yeah. So there's, there's like, I'm jumping a couple of scenes, but whatever. Um, we? Yeah, there was like the Roslyn scene and the Starbucks oh, scene. Oh, yeah. But do you want to do those first? Let's do those first. Okay. All right. No worries. Um. <clears throat> 
So, yeah, Rosalind convinces her guard, who's kind of like her follower now, I would say. Like, after they had that little praying moment together yep. last step, I feel like he's, he's butter in her hands. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, she convinces him to open the doors, which is fine, because then Apollo just, like, you know, busts her out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Apollo gives them very helpful advice, telling them to stay alive. And don't get shot. Don't get shot. Yeah. And then that's the moment when he gives Billy that gun. And I was just like... Why Why give Billy the gun and make it so heavy-handed? I know there was all the stuff with the safety as well, but I was like, surely Billy is going to kill himself. And, like, I've watched this show. Mm. So, like, yeah, You're like, not so unforgettable, anything, but I was just part, like, point, yeah, I was just like, like even he must be about to die. Yeah, you're like, I don't remember him. I just don't remember him <laughs> past this point. Yeah, well, the thing that I remember about him is, like, yeah, whatever, I'm not going to spoil anything, but, like, I just thought he was going to die and he didn't. Um... <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so then Apollo and his team have an exposition discussion in front mm-hmm. of Rosalind for no reason, but, um, you know, they're there to get that, that additional ammunition that they need to take because yeah. the silence conveniently can't, can only be shot with that type of ammunition. Yeah. No the one's one ever known away. that before, but it's far away and they need to get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I understand what they're doing. Yeah, I, I think so. And they're going towards the gunfire. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You need to go away from the gunfire. Don't get shot. Yeah. Don't get shot. Um, up on Caprica, we have a scene with um, Hilo and Starbuck con- continuing their slightly frosty reunion tour. I did not get this scene because I did not understand why Starbuck was just like prodding Hilo. Like, obviously he's an idiot. I know she's like annoyed at him, but like she was an idiot too. Like, yeah, Absolutely. she didn't like put her dick in a Cylon, but like she was also like thought that well, like... we don't know. Well, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she hasn't... Um, she thought like Boomer was real on Galactica. 100%. So I don't understand why she's like... Meh. And he, I, I and totally that, agree with you. Like, she fell for that other guy I as well. Know. Like she was like... Hand up to the glass. So maybe she's projecting. That's the yeah, only way I can read That's the it. only justification I can think. They're also so weirdly far apart. Yeah. And like then the scene pans out and they're like standing, kind of looking kind of away. And I'm like, what are you? It was very weird. And mm. I don't understand. Like the only logic I had could take from her, other than your idea, uh, from her perspective was that she like thought he inadvertently was like helping them or colluding with them nah, but like that's not enough obviously for, like, not. I don't like I've written like I don't understand why she's holding him so accountable when he was literally cut off from the entire fleet and left for dead yeah. like she should kind of be happy that he's alive and he wouldn't have been and alive he, without her no and yeah. there's no way like there's just no way he could have known yeah so I find that whole scene ridiculous ridiculous mm-hmm. um and not just because we're partial to a bit of vanilla Hilo. I mean, he was super whiny in this episode, so I didn't have that much time for him. But, um, yeah. yeah, I didn't get that scene. She doesn't really have a good face for close-ups. No. It's very mm. unexpressive. Mm. Anyway. Um, yes, then we're back on the CIC. We have Ty, Gator, and that other guy who, whose name I remembered last step and already forgot. The kind of grumpy guy. Yeah, um, he's very meh as well. Yeah. Um, they're, like, studying where the Cylons are, and as you pointed out, Ty correctly guesses that they're heading to... Again, this is, like they've got to head to the decompression chambers because they're going to do this and that and then it's going to kill us. But like, it was kind of hand wavy. Like I was like, yeah. are they going to flush all the humans out? That's through basically the decompression chambers. But then how, how's that like, never been is, a logic? Yeah. Like, but then my question is for that is that if you know that that's a tactic and you think that they're going to then turn the ship back on the fleet, why not get the fleet to get the frack out of there? Mm. Yeah, jump away. They would have like, we've, well, we've seen in past episodes, they have like a, they already know the coordinates for yeah. the next few jumps. as like a, yeah. you know, strategy. So so they could be like, just next coordinates, guys. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, just like. Yeah, that's probably what Gator should have done. Absolutely. Oh, uh, well. They're just putting the fleet at risk. They're like, oh no, this will sort itself out some other way. Uh, we just put everyone at risk. Yep. Ridiculous. Yeah, weird. Um... Well, then we go to Cobol. Bolter's dreaming of being rescued by a Dharma. He's always on the ground. <laughs> Why is no one like, dude, like, get where, up. Like, at one point when Crash, Crash Down's like, where are you? I'm like, he was literally lying down dreaming. Yeah, and that is what he's always seems <laughs> yeah. to be doing since he's but been no on Cobol. But no one has any issue with that. Yeah, no. it's so weird. Um, yeah, Adama. So in his dream, Adama and the um, like a rescue party have arrived. Adama is talking to Bolter and... Um, he asked if he can, we realised Bolter's like holding that child that he had in like the, um, you know, he's been talking about with six. 
Um, and Adama also says, like, if this is the shape of things to come or some kind of very Is this the shape of things to come? And he's like, that's my understanding or something like that. Yeah. And then he makes like a six and tries to kill it. I thought this was a very biblical scene. I was going to say, do you think it's a Moses? It was totally Moses in the reeds thing. Yeah. Because even like the way that it was shot, like around the river and like having it all be reedy and like him like laying it down in the like water. I mean, it was like, like brutal. Yeah. But also it was very... Moses. Yes. Except not Moses because Moses gets saved and he's killing the baby. And then I just love that Six is like, um, you know, saying all these things. And I'm like, bitch, please, you broke a child's, you broke a baby's neck. Like, and you're talking about him like he's an asshole. And that was just a dream. It wasn't even a thing that happened. It's just something he imagined. And you're having this, like, oh, how dare he... Fueling that fire. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He wakes up screaming. He's like, why would anyone want to drown a baby? And then she's and like, she's like uh, I totally know why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't keeps know. Keeps her quiet. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, then they have this conversation about like religion. And mm-hmm. apparently, um, Bolter's never noticed there's skulls everywhere, but there's skulls. And he's everywhere. just laying in a sea of skulls. Yep. Valley <laughs> of Darkness, maybe. Um, so the way that she's speaking in this made me think. Um, so she's talking about the gods and that the gods created the humans like, and that they lived together and she's saying it w- was like it was in harmony, but then they see all the skulls, which she mm. sort of indicates as the humans and their brutal nature. Mm. And then I was thinking about this and if the gods created humans and the humans created Cylons, the humans are kind of the gods to the Cylons and then mm-hmm. silence and being violent to the humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Cylons are biological inside. Mm-hmm. So can it just because it's this whole like it's all happened before yeah, it's all, all happened again. Happened Are the gods again. just like other biological creatures that created humans? Oh, you don't know because you can't spoil. I anyway, don't want to comment. Okay, no comment. But that was my thinking from that, and I'm like, I don't know why I didn't think about that before, but something mm. about the way she was saying it in that really specific way was like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe this is it. Mm-hmm. So no one spoil me, <laughs> but I hope I'm right because I like to be right. Well, I think whenever we hear that all of this has happened before and will happen again, we're getting like a bit of the mythology that's building the world of this mm. show out, right? And Six is really the only non-human character who's given us that so far. Mm. Like we've had conversations with like Roslyn and like her, you know, priestess and like other people who have spiritual beliefs. But yeah. like, yeah, I think it, I, I did actually, I thought it was interesting how she brought up the idea that like religious scriptures are a lie and like they, it's kind of like that idea of like history is <laughs> no. told by the people who like, you know, yeah. won the war. Absolutely. Um, and it, uh, even though this is like a fictional universe, I think like that was an interesting um as a Cylon, she's obviously got a contradictory perspective to the, the people, the humans who follow those religious beliefs. Mm. But she's maybe looking at it from a different perspective and saying that's untrue factually, mm. even if spiritually they have a belief. Mm. So in like a thousand, two thousand years, a Cylons would be like, God's created us and we live together in yeah. harmony. Yeah, exactly. It's like, apart from all the nuclear bombs. E- Mm. Yeah, true. We had some tough times. Mm. Um, Apollo and his team get to the small arms locker. They find Jammer. <laughs> oh, yeah. What an Australian name, by the way. Jammer. That's exactly what an Australian <laughs> name would be. Also, how do we know? He's like, I'm human. And I'm like, how did we know that? Yeah. He could have killed all those people. Exactly. And no like, one even thinks exactly. about that. Exactly. And I was like, how much more interesting would it have been if he'd been like a number, like, I don't know, five But maybe or something, he is. You know? We don't know yet. That's true. Mm. Mm, that's true. But yeah, I mean, it was a great, like, again, like, it was kind of similar to the way they introduced um, the Leoben mm. um, Cylon in yeah. the miniseries, how, like, they get to the hangar, and that, he's like, that Ragnar Anchorage yeah, or whatever, yeah. and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm a human. So even, like, the shot was yeah. very similar. And yeah. I, I guess, like, it would have maybe been too obvious because it was so similar, but, yeah, maybe I thought that would have been really cool. Maybe that he is a Cylon, mm. and he did it all along. And maybe. they didn't even question him or put him through a Cylon test. They gave although... him a gun. Exactly. <laughs> he could have killed them all. Yeah, the Cylon test, though... Oh, I guess Bolter's, like, AWOL at the moment. But, like, <laughs> I feel like that's just, like, it's there somewhere, but no one's doing anything It's with like, that. why would I teach any other person how to use it? Mm, yeah, that why would I? That doesn't make any sense. Well, Gator should know how to use it because he was, like, apprentice on it. One would hope. I mm. feel like he's got a lot on his plate. Yeah. Um, he's carrying the whole team. 70% arguably. of them. 70 cents to the dollar. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, then again... <laughs> We are forgetting that these first two episodes all happen within probably like 24 to 48 hours post Adama being shot. Oh, that's true. And like when Adama was shot, that was the same time or the same episode. So we can assume within the same few hours Mm. that the Kobol crash happened. Mm. So Bolter may have like 
like it may have only been like two or three days since the Cylon detector was like cranking. Mm. Mm. Anyway, plot hole. Mm, um, yeah, they find Jamma. He says he arrived after the silence. Again, all his language was just shady, but I think it was just like the like the writing trying to like throw us. Um, but also, yeah, I just, it's just negligent of them to give mm, him a gun. That's mm, all I'm saying. Yeah, particularly when they're like, there's so limited rounds mm-hmm. because there's a big point made. Like, we've only got five rounds for six people or six rounds for five people, something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, it was very like, that was again, very horror movie kind mm. of, you know, set up or um, action movie set up. But, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I didn't hate it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like I like a good rock'em sock'em action film. Yeah. And, like, I liked the setup. I almost feel like they started writing this episode or, like, maybe after last week, which was, like, quite, um, um, you know, they had a lot of, like... Setting things up. Setting things up. They were like, all right, let's just, like, take five. Let's Mm. do a bit of a, like, almost like a capsule episode. Let's have silence on Mm -hmm. the ship. Let's have, like, Apollo getting chased. Let's have some shooting. Cool. Mm. And I was was down for that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. So then we're back on Caprica. Um, Hilo and Starbuck reach her house. She's so arty, guys. She's like the most creative person. She has graffiti art all over her walls and like candles and wine bottles and like, you know, she's so creative. She didn't pay her bill on time. Oh my God. She can't at all. Can't at all. (laughs) She's just this creative. No wonder why her and Adama get along oh, so well. You know, so their love bad. of art. Her and... art looks like the girl from the ring, like the drawings from the ring. Yeah, they're like they keep drawing the circles. Like I, I was just, just like, Come that's just on. like me, silent white girl laughing. I was just like, that's just so good. <laughs> so it was. Bad. I was like a caricature. The whole apartment was so cringy because it was like what a caricature of like. People think creatives, people, people's homes look like. And we were it's talking so about this off air, we but were. it's because like in no way true. And it's no way true. <laughs> and I was saying that I have an ex-boyfriend who came over and was like surprised that my house was clean <laughs> because I was like a smart creative person. And I was like, so what? Oh, you, isn't it supposed to be mess everywhere? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. Every single smart creative person. They're all just like wild. Yeah. Like, they don't even care about the walls. They're nope. going to paint on them. These people who are really interested in aesthetics and like who are really creative people, they just don't even care. They're just, yeah, their no. minds are just You know what I would have deeply, deeply loved? If like Hilo, like, you know how he's like, these yours, you paint these, car. If he'd been like... Mm, you paint these? Mm, ha. Like, I would that would have been so much better. It would have been so much better if you'd been like, actually not very good. Yeah, but like, like in a really nice way. Like, like, yeah, but in a nice way. Like, oh, you paint. Mm, yeah. Good for you. That's so nice. Yeah. I'm so glad you have somewhere to put your creative energy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, this was like, it had so much opportunity for comedy, but they were deadly serious, which kind of made it so much funnier. So, so but. deadly serious. I will say that Starbucks' dad, I did like his really art. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was really beautiful. And look, I don't, I actually like as a scene, like putting aside the like shanky design, um, I think they, until she had that like last corny line where she just told us what she was feeling, which is bad writing and didn't need to be included. I think their conversation around, like, home and how she, like, until she literally says, I have nothing to come back to or whatever. But, like, which is obviously not true as well. Yeah, I know. Mm. But I thought it was, like, I I thought the rest of it was quite um, nice in the way that, like, she was kind of talking about all the things she didn't like about where she lived Mm. and all of, like, what didn't feel homely to her. Mm. Um, It kind of reminded me of, um, have you seen or read the books, like, Tomorrow When the War Began? Oh, my God. Like, that series? Me in primary school. Yeah, yeah I, I think that. To everybody again, not Australia, in Australia. It's a very Australian episode. It's but... so Australian. And now when I look back, I'm like, this is kind of xenophobic. And there's yeah. a lot of sex. And I read this when I was like... 14. Younger. younger. And you were like down for it though. Because at Aww. the time you're like, this is so racy. It's I know. got action. It's got teen sex. I it's got I like saving it humanity. Like grade, grade this is like pre-Hunger Games, by the way, guys. Yeah. Like way pre-Hunger Games. But yeah. I would say like way realer. Yeah, absolutely. And I used to like freak out. like Because mm-hmm. I think I read it when I was like, yeah, I must have been 10 or 11, I think, mm. when they came out. Um, and um, I remember every time like planes flew over, I'm like, oh my God, we're yeah. being invaded. I need to go out to the bush. So much anxiety about going to like um, fates. 
in case, like, you know, because remember they're at, like, there's, like, a fate oh, yeah. and then they're, like, that's when they all they're, get like, stuck invade. there in this, like, yeah. tiny hometown. <laughs> but seriously, like, in hindsight, it's so xenophobic. Like, it just Oh, breathed. yeah, good point. Yeah. Tom's just saying it's basically Red Dawn for the Americans playing along, which is, like, an equivalent. Yeah, it's a very similar um, concept. It's, like, there's teenagers, like, they're, they're, they miss an invasion, but an invasion happens they're out in and the, then like, they have to come back and fight. bush country. Yeah. Go on, bush, mate. They do. They go, like, fully, like, into... <laughs> To a really secluded place and like no one and it would so be how people would survive in australia because yeah. i think other people would be like what the fuck because well, we, do we with have that? so many areas in our country that are literally just like completely un- deserted uninhabited yeah just bush or desert and we're like um, almost the size of we're the size of like united states without alaska yeah like so it's a pretty fucking huge country and we have like no 23 million people <laughs> yeah comparatively um, yeah um but no it reminded me like um in tomorrow when the war began i think in the first or second book they so they go back to their hometown they're like looking around their houses mm. and I remember like this this scene reminded me of it in kind of like you go back to your home and it's weird because you haven't been there but also it's not really your home anymore because yeah. you can't go back because yeah. you're gonna be like killed I remember when they went back to their homes mm. yeah 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 I do remember the dogs I think um I think maybe I kind of want to read them again but I don't know if I could handle it and I don't have them anymore they're at my like I think I've got like half of them like I've got like I think I don't have the first two but I have like the third day the frost and I'm like well can't start from that one yeah I'll have a look next time I'm back in my home in um Adelaide <laughs> and see if there's any uh, any of them yes. there. But anyway, yeah. anyway, we digress. We did digress. But, but you know, for anyone wanting to, anyone who enjoyed Red Dawn and would like an Australian equivalent, teen fiction, teen fiction, xenophobic teen fiction. Yeah, didn't with age sex. amazingly. No, not uh, really. Tomorrow when the war began, get yeah. on it. But I liked this scene and accepting the the design um, until that last line where she was like just told us exactly what all the other lines did with subtext where yeah. she was like everyone else has something to go back to but i i'm just fighting to not go back or whatever the line was like yeah. i just remember being like ugh, that yeah. ruined it yeah but you know and they were sitting really far apart yeah <laughs> yeah um roslyn back to roslyn roslyn and her team Ros. Come across some more bodies. Um, I was surprised that throughout this episode there were lots of bodies, but it was no one again that we knew or was important. I just thought that was. I an prefer opportunity. when important people die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'm just awful. No, but I feel like we're conditioned now to like shock. Like again, like I don't know. You know, television is probably a bit more has come a long way. Mm. You know, even in the last like we're living in the golden age of television, mm. and even in the last like ten years, like you know, since Battlestar came out, it it has become much more sophisticated. I think, and so you know, you'll so have twists like, like The yeah. Walking Dead and Game of Thrones that are very like driven that kind of like twisty culture. Even mm. in reality shows, you know. Yeah, but even if I look at like um, because as I said last week, Fortnite. I've been watching um, Outlander mm. and um, you can see how much like even Ronald D. Moore is less like whacking you over the head and like, mm. thank you. Um, and even his like kind of style has has even evolved a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. So yeah, I think it is, um, it is obviously a different, a different time. Um, but yeah, but they find D, right? They the find scene? D who's like shell shocked or something. Now. Is D a Cylon? I'm going to put this in my predictions because Ooh, it's I'm the only explanation it. that I have for the fact that she would date Billy because they work <laughs> on seductions, right? Yes. And so I was like, oh, I mean, she's there. She's shell-shocked. It's not like Boomer was never shell-shocked. But um, it's like that convenience thing of like Sharon's reappearance mm-hmm. to Hilo. Mm-hmm. Like how she was like, let's go, mister. Whatever. But like, I'm just flagging it because to me, it's the only logical explanation mm. and for that I relationship. Mean, granted, she was like in a half coma or whatever. But like her excuse was like, I went back to my room and then there was fighting. Like and she's like, I killed them all. <laughs> That's what she's yeah. really thinking. Have you seen the jinx? No. Oh, don't worry then. <laughs> it's going to make a great reference, but I don't want to now because if you watch well, it, you'll be spoiled. Well, our listeners might. Oh, is it spoiled? Yeah. We shouldn't spoil it Don't anyway. worry about it. Forget okay. I said that. If you're feeling like you want to watch the Jinx, um, don't worry um, about no anything I said. No spoilers. Um, anyway, <laughs> I've lost where I was now. Sorry. Oh, yeah, they D. just found D. Yeah. She's shell-shocked. Apparently, I love how Rosalind's like... If you, you call her rank, yeah. like she'll how know. You know. Like, that? how would you know that? I would have bought it if it had been like one of the guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like they would all have the same training. I think it was all like the guys were like, trigger? yeah. I think the guys were like pretty, um, pretty like 
useless compared to Rosalind. Rosalind yeah, seemed to right. like really just like have Ros- her shit together. Rosalind, I mean, yeah, we'll come to it. But I think Rosalind was like the MVP. Like, I don't care that she was like, she got out of jail by talking her way out. Then she managed the shit out of her squad, even though she was like the prisoner mm. and like calmed everyone down. And like in that scene, when they get to like, oh, well in this scene, like everyone's like, whoa, like this is hectic, can't deal. And Rosalind's like, confronted but i'm calm like she like calms everyone else down she makes she strong does. decisions she's like right well we can't go that way so where are we gonna go yeah exactly like, she's that, really like he's I've like missed but that. what do we do the orders were that way and i don't know what to do <laughs> I now can't that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like obviously this let's fucking go yeah, yeah. i love it i really it made, really made me like it made me realize how much i've missed having rosalind's calm and mm. logical leadership because as opposed she to went her religious being crazy like, at the end yeah. of last series maybe it's because they've taken away time. her like, Hysterical tie. Adama's yeah. been out of it. Like Apollo is Apollo. Oh, I really miss some blank. pragmatic leadership. Is it because she's not taking the thing anymore? Kamala X. Yeah. Do you think it's because they've taken it away from her in prison? Could she's be. like suddenly back to old Rosalind, who's making logical yeah, decisions. Yeah, we don't actually know. If she's getting Although she like doesn't a take stash. a gun. No, that's true. Mm. Yeah, but she's got like bodyguards, I guess. Yeah, but I would take um, a gun, and I don't even. True. I'm very anti guns, but against, <laughs> but in that instance, against Cylons, I'd, I'd okay. I would take a gun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or for um, Billy as well. He's not going to yeah, do anything Yeah, I know. With that's it. so true. Like, I so don't true. like that he gave the gun, tried to give the gun to Billy first. Like, it went back. We're going Everyday sexism. Now. Exactly. Because, <laughs> like, no, well, this show is actually pretty good at not being that yeah, sexist. I but I would have liked it if he tried to give it to Rosalind first. Because yeah. it's just, like, to me, if I was in Apollo's situation, I would be like, of course, Rosalind first. Yeah. yeah. I would like the unofficial, but in our hearts, president to yeah. be able to defend herself. Yeah, absolutely. As and well. I'm not and trusting you know that Billy she with her life. You know she wouldn't leave like she would have the safety on like she would know her way around a she gun. she wouldn't know her way around a gun mm-hmm. Rosalind, um, meanwhile on COBOL everyone is sad and having the worst time Callie's delivery of like what did she say why don't you say we take five and she's so mm. like why don't you say we take five yeah. and I was like I don't know who seriously it Callie yeah. that was the worst delivery ever and you look like a freaking like weak ass um, which we know she's not. Woman, which we know she's not. She's freaking badass. And mm. I just really hated the way she said that. And then, you know, they're talking about Tan. And I'm like, not Tan. Yeah. <laughs> not Tan. <laughs> Our favorite friend, Tan. Mm. Um, yeah. Then they bond over worrying about Sachinas, which I thought was good because that reminded us that he's still that, that Sachinas. Like, no, we hardly. Yeah, he didn't last long because uh, crash down. Oh yeah, so then crash down and um, Bolter like Bolter's like I have some bad bad feelings. Crash down's like Hey, we all do, which I kind of agreed with. Crash down was but, actually like I outrank you kind yeah. of behavior, and I'm like I actually he really dislike the way mm. that the military continually outrank. Well, we saw that last week. The with democratically as well. elected. Yeah, you know, it's like okay. So the balance of, yeah, I don't really like the way the military behave in Battlestar Galactica mm. in terms of the way that they just kind of like decide that they, they always know best yeah. and that they're in charge. Yeah. They're just kind of like some other politicians is all I'm saying. Subtle. Subtle. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Crashdown, like he just, his leadership style, and we saw this last step, is like just to pull his weight and, yeah. and like claim it's not leadership. It's yeah. authority. That's exactly right. Different things. Good call. Mm. Um, yeah, Tyrrell and Kelly come back. Um, they give Crashdown Tan's tag because he did. Yeah. Um, the other lady, I can't remember her name. It's like, well, Sachinus is going to die too. He's, you're too late, so we should just I euthanize him. I think she said him. she was too late. I think that she uh, indicated that he was never going to make it. Yeah, and right. And that she just wanted the med kit to give him Who a better Who said they're too death. late then? Oh, Callie, maybe the Tyrrell. Someone was like, we're too late. No, no. I don't think... My understanding was that she always knew that he was never going to make it. Mm-hmm. And that she sent him to get the med kit to give him a more humane death. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Why didn't you just shoot him? Like, I know <laughs> that, that sounds awful. But really, it's not like, okay, no, no. Three people risk your lives to go and get yeah. a med kit to give him a more humane death. No, you have guns. Yeah. Shoot him in the head. I'm sure he'll understand. Like, At least it's putting him out of his misery absolutely. quickly, which was their whole thing with the absolutely subtle, yeah. So subtle, that so naming convention. Subtle. Like they could not think of any other name. Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway. If I was in that situation, I'm not sending three people for a med kit. I'm just yeah. going to shoot this person in the head. Yeah. That makes me sound awful. I would. It's not like I would get any joy out of that. It's just like practically. Got to do what you got to do. Practically, that makes more hmm. sense. No, I get that. Mm. Um, yeah, well, 
you know, anyway, they just decide he, he to kill him anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, they administer the morpha. Tyrrell does it because he's, the, you know, he's the leader. And he tells him a nice lie about being rescued. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's just having a, a shit one, yeah, basically, on Cobalt. Bad time, yeah. Um, and Apollo and his team get to the main arms locker. Rosalind and her team get to, like, a room close to the sick bay. And they, like, think they just have to go through a hatch. But then they find out, like... It, they can't get through um, mm. because of that hatch has been like, um, it leads to like a part that's been like, there are reasons. Yeah. I like at this point, I'm just like the show told me to, so they can't, <laughs> um, so they can't go through the hatch. Yeah. They have to go to the same destination as Apollo. Cause like towards the, the gunfire, towards the gunfire to worst. Um, and that's when we have that bit where Dee's like, Billy, don't have the safety off when the gun's that's in your pants. That's super sexual, by the way. She, like, reaches over and just does a little, like... Because, I mean, when a girl's, like, in a half coma, like, she's just always up for it, right? Always <laughs> up for it. But the way they made it, is, I know, especially because it's, cause it's like, right where his junk would be. I don't want yeah. to think about that. But, like, <laughs> I mean, not Billy's junk. But, like, anyway, so little sexual safety gun move. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what, I, what I called it. In my notes. In my <laughs> sexual safety notes. gun. Um, moving along. Apollo and his team race for the Cylons to come through the next doorway. Jammer's having a bit of a moment, but Apollo comes in down with some Adama senior wisdom. And then he's like, aim for the head, man. Like, yeah. You know, and he says, that's quips. what my dad always says. Oh, or something. Yeah. Not said, which I thought yeah. was good. Yeah, mm. I think so. Um, and then like, so basically... It, this is I, where Billy almost when we want Billy to die. This is where yeah. he gets like... I, yeah, I totally, because I thought that it was being set up for them to come around the corner instead of the Cylons and then yeah. get shot like, I by wrote Jammer at this or something. Point, I wish so much for Billy to die. I really thought as well the way it was setting up was that Jammer would, would shoot Billy. Oh my God, that would have been even better. How good would it have been? Because shot he's like nervous. Yeah, and then Jammer would be like, oh my God, oh, I can't believe I did that. But that's not And then happens. D would be like sad for a minute and then meet someone way better. Mm-hmm. We're awful people. <laughs> but really? Yeah, well, that didn't happen. It was quite confusing, but the Cylons, the blocking was like, the Cylons come through first, uh, Apollo and his team shoot them, but then as they come past, because uh, Rosalind and her team are, like, right near, one of them, like, sees Rosalind, then it tries to shoot her, but then, like... Um, Billy it, accidentally shoots one, and then yeah. she pushes Billy out the way. Yeah. Like, she jumps over. Yeah. I think that's how it happens. And then Apollo does that crazy thing where he like shoots yeah. him. And I'm like, did they just suddenly budget. end up with another <laughs> explosive gun though? I know, because like Billy couldn't have done anything to the silence because his gun wouldn't have worked no. on him anyway or whatever well, it was. Well, he shot off its arm or something. But yeah. then when it goes over, did was it just a crazy lucky shot? Or did Apollo and get the explosive gun? aren't good enough for like it actually to be that clear. No. Because 2004. So you're just like, ah. Mm. <laughs> or whenever it was. I actually don't know if it was too. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of confusing, but you know, they won the Cylons, like got knocked out. Apollo's had a hectic move. Um, yeah, shooting it in midair. Um, and Rosalind, like Rosalind, um, her guards, like look at the like bullet holes in her, like jacket that didn't reach her or whatever. watching over her. They must be watching. So the, the Rosalind vibe is growing, I would say. Um, the believers. So many born agains. Yeah. Um, we have a final scene with Hilo and Starbuck, who I thought we were just going to hear more more like talks as they blaze up, but we find out the real reason they went to hers, mm-hmm. which was because, of course, Starbuck, Starbuck has a giant kick-ass army jeep. I also love, so I, firstly, I love the presence of the Apollo arrow in every scene Starbuck's yeah. in. Like, she's always really obviously, yes. like, even when she sits on the couch, she kind of, like, pulls it out from under her. She's not letting that thing out of her sight. <laughs> I mean, she freaking is in this situation because of it. Mm, um, but I true. love that, like, the things that she brings to the car is, like, her jacket, which obviously has sentimental value, and then just, like, the arrow and then, like, a whole bunch of boxes yeah. of cigars. Because I know that we all would have essentials. been... Exactly. I know that we would have been at some point, like, where are you getting all these cigars? And now we know. Thank you for that. Thank show, you, show. For knowing, for knowing and uh, <laughs> getting ahead of our whining. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, now they've got a ride, a sweet, sweet ride. A very inconspicuous ride. Totes. I mean, the fact that I don't think Cylons drive, or we've never seen any of them driving. Not cars. We've seen them in That's ships. true. But then the, it doesn't really seem, like, it seems really sturdy, but then there's just these open windows. Yeah. 
And I was like, this isn't the safest option, is it? Because she's a wild girl. She is wild. <laughs> of course she has a Jeep. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Then we have a scene with Dee and Billy. That was a scene. Um, telling you she's a Cylon. <laughs> I'm adding it to your predictions. Mm. Um, Doc Cottle is finally on his way to the Galactica, we find out. Thank goodness. There's Thank been a goodness. lot of hospital beds standing and a lot of tension around that mm-hmm. bed. Yeah, mm. there was still more tension because, mm-hmm. like, Rosalind was there. Um, then she's like, hey, is there a cell waiting for me? And Ty's like, damn right. And you're like, why? Yeah. Like, she's what clearly not running anywhere. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, Ty has a bit of a jab at Apollo. He always, like, just, he lashes out. He does. You know, he's like, you're not fit to wear a uniform. He also and calls Apollo's her like, mm-hmm. that woman. I and know. he calls, like, he I can't believe you really. chose that woman over the old man. And I'm like, seriously, why are you using these, why are you using such binary terms? Like, yeah. he just believes in, like, democracy. Yeah. And also, like, Fuck I get y'all. that he's, like, sad that Adama is in peril but, but also like you don't it's think like, his son is as well yeah he's very single-minded yeah like do you really think that you are more upset than his fracking son yeah. is who's right there like I his son who's already lost his brother like come on mm. come on and I'm actually when he said um that he's glad that he didn't have kids I'm glad he didn't have kids either because <laughs> he's obviously a very selfish man mm. although I do, did find it funny that even though there was like everyone was like oh my god there's silence on board this ship there at no point was like Ty like where's my wife like, no he was never. probably like hopefully like, one gets her I'm gonna... <laughs> isn't she a silent anyway I mean he's just sitting by Abadama's bed the whole time yeah mm, his true yeah. love I mean if my wife was his wife like, if I was married to Ellen, I probably would hope for the Cylons to get her, too. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. Did we have any themes? That's the end of the I think we kind of covered it, didn't yeah. we, throughout I, the episode. I mean, the themes were very much, like, leadership style. The same stuff we always talk management. about, I think. Yeah, true Like, that. I really felt like all the things that we discussed um, throughout the episode. I mean, we can't obviously go too crazy into the... Um, all of this has happened before and all of this will happen again because mm. I think that it's going to be really hard for you to have that conversation without spoilers. Mm. Mm. This is um, true. Yeah, so I think that we, I think everything that's covered is stuff that we've covered before. Cool. All of this has happened before <laughs> and, and all we'll of this will happen again. Exactly. You know it. So <laughs> this is true. Um, well, we and, all, yeah. 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 I mean, it would lean on themes as well because it's a very active action centric like it only had really one central plot Mm. um like we could like pull apart and i think we already have but like you know the conversation that six has with bolter and like starbuck and helo's conversation about like you know being in love with a machine or whatever but like those are things that yeah we've already carried through already Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so i mean it would be fun for a moment to talk about a rivalry podcast that's coming out (laughs) can't believe it I know. Mm. I know. Um, do you want to talk about it? I don't I don't have the information. Oh, well, I actually don't have any. Like, I don't think it's released yet, but we found out that Trisha Helfer, our old number six, is starting a podcast, which I believe is also going to be an episodic, um, like, review of, uh, of Battlestar Galactica. Just a total brain... I don't know. Aneurysm. I just don't know if we can compete with her. Well, I, mean, I mean, obviously, would I mean on charm, but like, I mean, if you could pick between one of the stars, arguably one of the breakout stars of Battlestar Galactica, and I think the her co-host is a um a reviewer and writer who originally covered Battlestar, and like two girls from Australia, women, women from Australia yeah. who love talking shit and sci-fi. Then I mean qualifications right there, right there. But I don't look. Why not both? I think that that's the lesson that we take from this. We are the little girl in the um, old La Paso. Is that an Australian thing? We have both. I don't know. I I wish I knew how to. Is it like I? I I wish I knew how to say it in Spanish. It's like uh, look, Carol. No, no, I'm not going to try. I'll learn it at some point. Um, I think it might be Australian. It's like it's a taco and. Enchilada? No. No, it's taco for the, it's and fajita, the, fajitas. Yeah, it's for the pack where you can get two so kinds. Tacos and fajitas. Apparently, families will be staunchly divided if they if they can't have both. Yeah, and so she's like, "Why not have both?" And then everybody celebrates her. So that's how I feel about this yeah. podcast. And speaking, we can be that little girl. Absolutely. And speaking of podcasts with, um, you know, made by experts, I actually started listening to uh, Ron Moore's Outlander podcast. Um, 
I just, I haven't listened to the Battlestar ones because I just am worried about spoilers, but mm. it's actually hilarious. He basically, so for those who don't watch Outlander, basically the theme, like the protagonist is this woman who loves sex and whiskey. So she's basically me in a <laughs> film of a television show. And um, so he just gets a different whiskey. And so the first one for the first episode was a Balvini 17 year old double wood. And I was like, I am sold on this. And he just drinks it and watches the episode and just rambles on. And in the second one, his wife joins in, who's the costume designer. <laughs> and then she's just yelling like all this random stuff as well. But they're just like, you can hear the show in the background. Like it's super unprofessional. It's just like, let's just do the thing. Um, they need producer Tom, obviously, to obviously. you know profess it up. But anyway, it's hilarious. So I don't know if the Battlestar Galactica one is um, equally as fun, but I kind of just love it that he's just like, I think I'm just going to do this. Like I can just imagine him recording it on his iPhone or something. <laughs> Just getting drunk by himself, like watching his own show. It's I great. love it. I love it. He is just living, as you would say, his truth. Mm. <laughs> no, I will truth. have to listen. I actually have to watch Outlander, so that's that's definitely something in the works. Mm. Um, should we wrap this up? I, I have a few other things. We should. Do you have anything else to say? Oh, we have to do the counts. That's what I had. Oh, great. Mm. Let's go. They were lean. We only had one Cylon. Which was six, head six. What about um, the... Oh, we don't count the toasters? No. Okay. Because there's like so many. And you then you'd have to count all like the um the raptors as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. And, like, yeah, okay, you cool. Know. So one, six. Um, Unless other people are Cylons. Like, <laughs> And we only had two fracks. One from Callie, one from Mother Tyrell. Fracker. Mother Fracker. I liked when that like made them laugh though. Because it, I think if you were just like that tired and hysterical in that kind of situation, and it would be something like that. And she was being very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she must have been spending too much time with apollo oh uh, yeah mm. <laughs> um yeah and i think the mvp well i felt it was roslyn i mean there was no real standout there was no medic no or mustache no absolutely but yeah you know roslyn was like my fave i was happy to have her in a larger role this ep. yeah it was good to see her being rational again mm-hmm. unlike yeah. all this hysterical male leadership i mean men are so hysterical <laughs> they just let their emotions get the better of them hey i mean nuclear war that's probably going to come as a result of hysterics right now sorry too close that's just too far isn't it <laughs> did you see the thing i posted on facebook someone did a cartoon this is Australian as well, but it kind of makes sense. So we have two grand finals this weekend, I think. Like we have the yeah, football NRL. and the NRL. Mm. Um, so the Australian rules football and the NRL. And um, and so it had like Cowboys and Storm. Is that who's playing in the NRL? And then know. like, and then Tigers and Crows. And then it had like um, Apocalypse. And it had like <laughs> Trump and um, Kim, Kim, uh, Kim Jong-un. And um, it was like... But uh, bookies. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, that's so perfect, but oh, also tragic. But also tragic. Yeah. But assuming nuclear war doesn't happen in the next two weeks, you can hear us in a fortnight covering episode three of season two called, called? Fragged. Not fracked. Ooh. Fragged. What does that mm. mean? What does that word mean? Well, I hope it's not anything to do with Fraggle Rock. I don't know what that you is. You know, I'm not quite sure. What's Fraggle Rock? It's a Jim Henson show with puppets. Oh, I it's haven't seen that. It's a 90s show. It's, kind of, it's very weird. Um, anyway, sidebar. Um, remember, guys, we now broadcast every second week. So you have to wait two weeks. But we'll be covering episode three of season two. And in the meantime, follow us. We'll probably post more about our grand final uh, we will let you know the results because we, we know that you know. you're not here. Yeah. Um, there will be a victory shot of the winner between – it's really about me and Tom at this point. So yeah. um, we'll post a winning shot. Oh, come on. <laughs> we're the pride of South Australia. We're the mighty Adelaide Crows. Come on. Bye. bye. <laughs> Savage! Savage! Yellow and black.